Hello, mamas. Welcome back. It's nice to see you. Yeah, it is nice that they can see us. I know. It's our first ever one where we actually have video on it. Yes, it'll be so nice to be able to do this now. I'm so excited. And I love our little setup here. It's not the best, but it's good enough. Okay? Yeah. Don't I like judge it. us. You don't have to be perfect. It's or it doesn't have to be perfect. It's exactly. Fine. Yeah. It's Isn't fine. that what we strive to be is not perfect? Correct. I'm pretty sure that's part of our uh yeah. name. Yeah, exactly. So it'll work. It'll be fine. Um, I just want to preface to anybody that's listening or watching, you may end up hearing kids or even seeing a dog. Or a I don't cat. Know. It, it's yeah. Fine. I don't know. We have moved our recording studio upstairs in my house, and usually my family pieces out. Well, today they didn't, so. They decided they wanted to stay here tonight. And so, yeah, yeah. they're they're downstairs, and so if you hear them, it, this is them. literally my life. Yeah. Story of all of our lives. Literally. And I apologize for my appearance. I did not... I was not informed we were recording, or like videoing, we had talked about it, but not confirmed it, and I went and got my wax done, so. I just did it myself, and clearly, like, um, my appearance isn't great, so it's fine. I if don't you even see care. us, like, looking to the side, that's where the monitor is. I have it, so I have the audio set up on my laptop. So when I look down at my laptop, I'm actually looking at the camera, but I have our video on a different monitor. So we keep looking over at it. Uh, it'll be fine. We'll get used to it. For sure. It'll be all right. Um, I probably need to have my mic back just a little further, and yours might need to be up just a little further, because I feel like I'm yelling into it. Is that it. better? Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. I just talk very loud. Um... There was something that I wanted to talk about before we even started, and then I forgot. So, it's not on the list. It must not be. Oh. I know what it is. Okay. Shoot. How was your week? Well, it is only Tuesday, and we were well, we iced. haven't talked since last Tuesday, so, on the podcast. Yeah, I guess that's right. Well, it's been pretty good. I don't know, just pretty relaxing. We haven't done anything because the weather's been so crappy, you know? Like, we were snowed in, or iced in yesterday. Yeah. We didn't even get out. Like, Stephen drove in our driveway to take the trash down and slid out of our driveway into the road. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. We didn't leave at all yesterday. Uh, we didn't leave at all today, which I was supposed to work today, and the kids did have school today, but they ran um, blacktop. Yeah, blacktops only. I got a text message from both of our neighbors saying... The road is way worse than it was yesterday. Yeah. So I'm like, great. I'm yeah. just not even going to risk it. I'm not going to take the kids to school. I'm not going to go to work. I'll just make up my hours this week and it's I not that big of a deal. I don't blame you. Like, I had, there was a lady that came into work and she lives down further than you guys. And she said that she was literally going ditch to ditch because yeah. she could not keep it on the road. She couldn't keep it on the road and the only traction, little bit of traction she had was the ditches. But yeah. And, I'm and like, we can't get into the ditch because we don't have four wheel drive. We have two wheel drive. We're yeah. gonna get fucking stuck. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm kind of surprised they didn't call it off. Like we are a rural community, mm -hmm. and there's quite a few kids that 
live on gravel and it's like if you don't have a parent that has a four-wheel drive vehicle which not everybody does and that's a normal thing yeah you know to not have a four-wheel drive vehicle but they wouldn't be able to get out in this so you're expecting parents to risk their lives and the children's lives to go to school and go to work and i don't even think they should have had work today until at least 11 Right, and at that point, at 11 o'clock, there was no point in me fucking going to work exactly. today. Exactly, yeah. No point sending the kids because they'll be home in three hours. Yep. Lunch, recess, and then home. Pretty much. Like, Pretty fucking much. I don't know. It's just been, this weather's been a little crazy. I am ready for spring, but then again, I'm also not wanting to wish time away. I you am. Know? Well, I'm not wanting to wish any time away. Like, I'm trying to savor the moment and live in the moment and I feel like if I wish these winter months away because they are kind of crappy but there's some fun things that happen there's Morris's birthday Mm -hmm. there's Hazel's birthday like we have things to look forward to during the cooler winter months so I hate to wish them away because it's like we're wishing the kids birthdays away and we're not but I'm like I want this weather just to lighten up a little bit if it rained every day i'd be fine with it yeah i don't care well it's misting outside right now that's fine yeah yep because it's not supposed to drop below freezing so for a while yeah like two weeks is as far out as my weather app goes and it's gonna be warm until so totally okay with that yeah i'm just over the weather i i'm just i can't handle it anymore I'm ready for some sunshine and to be able to go the fuck outside. Even if I have to go outside in the rain, don't care. Well, I love the rain when it's warm out. Right. Because I like to have mud parties. Like, the kids came over last summer Mm -hmm. and we had a mud party. Like, we ran through the mud puddles. We jumped in the swimming, the little kiddie pool that was full of water. Like, we loved it, but it was warm. It wasn't cold. Like, you couldn't go outside right now and get wet. Right. Because you would get sick. Listen, it is an old wives' tale. I know that. That when it's cold outside, you get sick. Not technically. When it's cold outside, it lowers your immune system. Which That's why in you turn get sick. makes you sick. That's what gets you sick. Not the weather gets you sick. Whatever. Your lowered immune system because you probably already fucking had something. Anyways. Well, I'm going to stick to my old wives' tales and my farmer's almanac and my moon phases. All right, you hippie. Yeah. (laughs) It's worked for a lot of things. So I will stick with it. My skin is so fucking dry. People are probably going to think I'm a crackhead for as much as I keep scratching myself during this video. My fucking skin is so goddamn dry. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Next thing. On to our topics. No? Yes. 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 We're getting into it. I'm just here for the ride. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) No idea. Ever. Okay. I keep seeing this thing all over over the place it's tiktok it's facebook it's and i've seen it for probably a year and i don't remember if we talked about this before because i don't even remember what we talk about day of yeah me either 
Um, that's why I love having my notes. Yeah. If it came down to, say I was pregnant, I am not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay? Say I was. Okay. You are pregnant. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Somebody's going to take that and flip it and be like, Sydney see? said she was pregnant. Nope. Wrong. Okay, hypothetically. Hypothetically. If a person was pregnant. Okay. And they got into a situation where a you had to choose. A severe accident and were in the hospital. Yes. Even, or like preeclampsia, stuff okay, like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. If it was between you and the baby, who would you want your partner to save? I think I want to hear your answer first. You want to hear my answer? Yes. Save me. Save me. I will be 1,000% selfish in this. You better fucking save me. Okay? I have three kids already on this planet that need me. That need me. It would be... I feel like it would be more selfish of me to tell Daniel to save the baby. So he is grieving. By himself. He is grieving and taking care of four kids by himself. Absolutely not. You better fucking save me. So, to me, it would depend what it was. Like, and I would want to know the stats. So, like, what percentage? Like, if it's 50 50, like, yeah, do the whatever procedure, whatever, and. Like, we'll just if it No, wait. if it came down to it was you or the baby, one of you is dying. Like, you have to choose one right now. What would you tell Steven to do? Save the baby. Really? Yes. And we've had this talk before, yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me your thoughts on it. I have lived my life to the fullest every day that I have lived, or tried to at least. If it came down to it, I would want to give the baby a chance at life. Okay. Because I created it. We created it. It it has not got a chance to live its life. I would want them to save the baby so that it got that chance to live. And I would be okay with that decision being made. And Stephen and I have talked about it. And... Like I said before, like, it would depend on what the situation was. Like, if the baby was going to come out and have severe issues, health, physical, that those types of things. Like, if it was going to come out and, like, say they saved the baby and it was going to live its life struggling in and out of hospitals, that type of stuff, the decision would be different. Okay. But if it was... Perfectly healthy me, and perfectly healthy baby, and you could only save one, save baby. Okay, now I'm just going to pick your brain a little bit, and I hope this doesn't come off anyway, and like I don't make you feel bad or anything, because I don't really going to, you usually I'm re- do. <laughs> I'm really not trying to. Um, my question is, how do you think it would affect the baby? In the sense that, you know, there... it doesn't have a mom, like... There are trying not so, to say it mean. There are so many people through history, you know, back before medicine was a thing. Mm-hmm. There were so many mothers that died during childbirth, and the babies were considered a miracle. 
Right. Like, your mom gave your, gave her life for you. You are a miracle. Like, this is an amazing thing. And I would hope that's how people would treat it. Not that the baby killed me, but that I gave my life to save the baby. Wouldn't and you that there'd be a, a lot of pressure on a baby? Like, on a, on a well, person in general? And it could be. But in the right atmosphere, you know, the right raising... I don't, like, I think it would be something they would be like, my mom wanted me here for a reason. Okay. You know, in the right family, in the right raising, in the right um, situation, like, it'd be like, my mother gave her life for me to be here, so I'm going to try to do the best, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. I understand that's not always the situation, but in my head, that's what I would want it to be, and I would expect Stephen to carry that on be like your mom gave her life for you so let's make the most out of the life Mm -hmm. you know and that's how I try to treat my children anyways you know like you are a miracle no matter like we had miscarriages before Piper and Piper has always been our miracle baby Mm-hmm. But then again, so is Morris. Right. They are both angels. They are both sent from heaven. Like, they are both so special anyways that I try to do that with them anyways. You know, even though I'm not like, oh, well, you know, you had a brother or sister, two brothers or two siblings that passed away before you. Right. So, like, I don't say that I don't rub that in I don't be like you know I don't do you think that that has any sway in your decision for save me or the baby yes for like this scenario do the you think hypothetical it may but then again I had a sister that died at a young age mm-hmm. I had a mother that died at a young age my mom was 36 my sister was 17 mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think so. But then again, like, I, I don't know. I would do anything to go see them. Right. So that may sway me more than the miscarriages. Right. Like, that may sway me saying, you know, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Save the baby. Right. I guess. I don't really. Okay. Never thought about it, really. I guess I never really thought about it that way. I was thinking as it, I add it more of, like, since you did lose your mom at such a young age, like, how traumatic that was for you. And it Like, was. how traumatic it would, like, I didn't know if, like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have a good childhood after my mom passed. Mm-hmm. And I know that Stephen would never do anything right. even close to that with our children. So they will have the best childhood, the best life that he can give them. Like he already is. Like we both right. already are. So like I don't I don't know. It's it I don't know. Like it's so weird to even think about it because I have no clue. Like Right. That's not something I've ever thought about. And it's I mean, chances are very slim that that's gonna even happen now because you have your tubes tied, you know. It better not. <laughs> My sister in law. I know. It's not so. mine. <laughs> it's not yours. So, Why are you trying to save it? I don't 
So I have something a little, sort of like this. Okay. Sort of like the Save Me or the Baby. Um, I see all over TikTok, and I've seen it for, like you said, a year. Would you kill for your child? Literally, I know that you don't listen to the episodes. First episode I talk about this, and I will 1,000% give you my my thoughts. Hell fucking yes. For all the moms who are questioning if they would kill for their kids. They don't need to have children. They do not need. I will kill for my kids. I'll kill for your kids. I'll kill for anybody's kids. Yes. 100%. Any fucking kids. Yes. No question. They cannot defend themselves. They cannot stand up for themselves. Yeah. Somebody comes and tries to hurt them. They are a sitting duck. Yeah. And it blows my mind. One of the videos, somebody was holding a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Oh, I don't know. No, And, like, the people who were just, no. No, I would not. Like, they, they were fast. They were just like, nope. I would not. I 1,000% would. No question. The ones that were like, eh, no. I'm like, what were you thinking about? <laughs> like, that's what I want to know. Now, like, like I said in the first episode, if my child came to me and is, you know, 40 years old and said that, like, so-and-so pissed them off or something, like, no, probably, like, I would not, not kill for that. my kids if it wasn't needed. Like, if exactly. I was going to play... It would have to be very needed. If my teenage daughter came home and said, a boy she went out with, forced her... Assaulted her. Absolutely. No, no, no. No, no, no. Forced her to try to do something. Like, forced her to potentially try to have sex or anything like that. I'm showing up at that motherfucker's door. And I will beat him. Yeah. And I will beat his parents if they stand in the way. I will not. And even my son. Sons. Like Rivington, he's a pretty tough boy. And he may not end up in that type of situation for a few more years. (laughs) But, like, even for my boys, if they came home and they're like, this girl would not, you know, would not let me say no. She was making me. She was doing this or doing that. Like, you better bet your hard-earned dollar I'm going to show up at her door, too. Absolutely. Because that is not okay. No matter what the situation is. Everybody always says, like, boys can't be assaulted or boys can't be bullied or whatever. Yes, they can. Anybody can. Absolutely. And I will not stand for my children to be part of the percentage. I I wouldn't just go out murdering people. Right, right. But if it came down to where it was my kid or that person or I was in the situation, like, I know everybody knows about the guy whose son got assaulted by the guy and he shot him in the airport. Yes. When he pretends to be on the phone. Yes. 1,000% 1,000% would fucking be me. So, and I would smile in my goddamn mugshot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, If one of your daughters or one of my children ever was in a situation and they were taken advantage of by somebody that age, where the age mattered, you know, like, I 
this is going to sound really bad when I say it, I understand the different age gaps. You know, like, you can be 18 and 16. Right. And that'd be okay. But if there is ever a man trying to put hands on a girl and there is more than, like, four years difference, because, like, she would be, the girl would be, if he was 18, the girl would be 14. Like, that's not okay in my book. I'd beat the shit out of somebody. Or if they are even older than that. If you're over 18, like, you bet, like, I will bring a posse. My whole family will be there. Sadie will be the first motherfucker in line. Because her grandbaby got hurt. Mm -hmm. And I'll be the second one. Steven may be the second one. He may not let me. But, <laughs> like, that is not okay. And, yes, if I got put into a situation... I would kill for my daughter or my sons. I've done a lot for my kid being not even bullied, but yeah, being picked on. She wasn't even picked on. She was, I don't know how to say it. Kids in her class were talking about her boobs. And I had a very nice conversation with the principal and the mother of the two children who were doing it. I do not blame you. Not one bit. And that was the last year. And, like, nothing has happened since. The one mom, she was amazing, easy to fucking deal with. The other one kind of blew it off a little bit. And I'm like, this is serious. Like, this is this is the age where this shit starts getting real. assault in middle like, school and, and high school. And not even that. This is where she starts being self-conscious about herself. Like, right. She, Hadley is a bigger girl. She has progressed more rapidly. She has matured and grown into her than, womanly body. Than a lot of kids in her class. Yeah. That is just how it is. I'm not gonna fucking deal with it. Not at all. That's, so, I could only imagine what would happen if things were to have ex escalated. That is something that I'm honestly scared for when Piper hits... The age where that stuff starts happening in school. Mm -hmm. And I know this is going to sound terrible of me, but I hope she is built like me. <laughs> so we, we don't have near as many issues. Right. You know, you won't have people staring at her boobs because there's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing to look at. <laughs> and I didn't get a butt until after high school, so. But then again, that sucks too. Right. You know, I just, it scares me. Because of the the way kids are. And they're always like that. They're always going to be like that. They're mm -hmm. always going to comment on the way somebody looks. You know, we as adults even do it. Right. You know, we comment on the way people look. And we may not mean it in a mean way. Right. But it can come off rude to certain people. And you never know what somebody's going through behind closed doors. Right. And me and Daniel have had this conversation before kids, like literally just a couple of days ago, kids these days are maturing so much faster than we did. Like the shit is kind of scary a little bit. It is. Like, it, I, you know, I never had a, I don't know, like I was never a dick to my parents. Right. For two reasons. One, because I saw how my sisters were addicted to my parents, and I was like, I don't want any part of that. And, like, two, I just, I was a goody two-shoes. Like, I, that is. You still are. Uh, fuck off. 
Um, so I didn't do any of that, but like Hadley, she's ten years old and fucking attitude. Yeah. And that is a lot of moms. Lucy, please go. She's like, okay, mom, I'll quit. She's like, I'll stop for right now. Stop scratching. So, I've talked to a lot of moms in Hadley's grade. And they're like, yeah, my my daughter also... Because I started to think, like, maybe it's something we're doing at home. Maybe, well, it makes you think that you're a bad parent. Yeah. Maybe it's something we're doing at home. Maybe it's the shit that's going on with her mom. I don't know. So, right. I was talking to a bunch of other parents in the class, and they're like, no, bro. Like, attitudes on all these fucking kids. Boys, girls, doesn't matter. The fucking attitudes on all of them is like you have a 16-year-old at home. So I saw something a while ago, and it was talking about how children today are maturing at younger age Mm -hmm. because, and it had it pinpointed to some of the things that we expose ourselves and our children to. So we also have to think it, not only the stuff that's in our food and the stuff that's in our drinks and stuff like that. Social media wasn't around when we were fucking kids. So, and it's not, like, it's not just the things that we're putting into our bodies and around our bodies. Because you can get chemicals from all kinds of stuff. Laundry detergents, candles, like, air fresheners, you know, thing, lotion, stuff that you put on your body, things you put around your body, and also the things you put in your body. And we're adding all of that the things we are putting into our body and around our body that are disrupting the way our bodies normally would function. So like our hormones, mm-hmm. you know, they are changing the way the kids' hormones are and causing them to go into early mat- maturity. Is that right? Early yeah. maturity. Something like that. So they're causing them to mature earlier than what we even did. Right. And then on top of that, we're throwing in social media, Snapchat, Facebook, all the types of sites. And, and not even that, YouTube. Just having our yeah. kids in front of a screen 24-7 because not only are they at sh- on screens at home, they're, they're on, on them at school. school. Yeah. yeah they've got they have Chromebooks. Chromebooks. They've got the whatever. Wh- the, the boards. Yeah, the whiteboard deals. Yeah. Yeah, so they're constantly looking at screens 24-7, and I'm just as bad as anybody else. Like, I give, we got our kids fucking tablets for Christmas. Yeah. That was an awful idea on our part, but, and I have nothing to excuse it, honestly. I am go especially in the summer, like, in the spring and summer when my kids are able to go outside, they're not going to have them as often. No. Because we are cooped up inside. It is hard not to. Because even if they're not watching it, so think about this. Even if you hadn't got your kids the tablets for Christmas, what would they be watching? Right. The TVs, they'd be stealing your phone. Right. Which makes it hard for you to do anything or look at anything, you know, look recipes up or whatever. And I am just as bad at looking on my phone and I've got to do better. I've got to shut my phone off, stay the fuck off of it, you know, and that... That is another reason why I'm irritable all the time, because I'm always on my fucking phone. Well, and it's a stimulant. Yeah. It's a brain stimulant. So, like, it is causing your brain to function different than if you weren't on it. I know during the summer and spring, so spring, summer, and fall, when I can be outside doing stuff. Yeah. You know, especially whenever I'm grounding, mm-hmm. you know, I walk around barefoot year, year round almost. The winter time is a little harder to do well, it's that. It's a little icy outside. Yeah. It's a little tricky. Yeah. But that is so good for your body to be able to do that. And you can't do that right now. Right. Like, we are literally forced to stay inside 24-7. 
Mm-hmm. And it's 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 affecting everybody. It really is. That's why I'm so ready for spring. That's why I'm okay to wish it wish all of this away because hopefully it'll get better. And then I keep telling myself like I'm really trying to do better with the podcast stuff. And the only way that I can do better is be on my fucking laptop and do stuff and get all this shit together. Yeah. Um, posting everywhere, you know, getting that stuff together. And then I I have to realize that means actually doing it, not sitting scrolling on TikTok and right. Facebook. Like, and I am really bad about that. And I try to cut back at it. But, like, today at work, it was so slow. Like, I had maybe one phone call. And one person come in between 8 and 12 today. Damn. I was, like, about to fall asleep at my desk. And I was scrolling through TikTok, and then I'd go back to Facebook. And then I was, like, I told myself, like, get off your fucking phone. And then I was looking at my computer, looking at recipes, looking at this stuff. And then I was, like, oh, that reminds me of something I saw on TikTok. So then I went back to my phone, back to TikTok. I'm, like, what in the world? Like, I hate it. But it's the most useful and detrimental thing. Yeah, it really is. To have it the palm of your hands. Yeah. So we're going to try to get better at that in our house. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. It not Probably not until springtime. Yeah. <laughs> or closer to spring, you know. Right. Like you may be able to go out every couple days or whatever, but. Right. All right, mamas, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back. Thank you for waiting. We are back. We're back. Live. It's it didn't take us long, live. really. I did change my hair in case you were wondering. If you're not watching this on video, I guess you don't even care. Kind of rude. Okay. Sorry. I was checking that and it like glitched for a second. It's, it's really tripping me out that it's over there. Um. Okay. On to the next thing. Hmm. I don't even Hold know on. what I'm gonna talk about. I don't know. I don't really I'm not feeling any of those. I was earlier. I guess we'll go with the the fourth one. Okay. Okay. So whenever we had babies, whenever we started having babies, um did you do the self-soothe where they were, like, able to cry it out? Or were you the Nama hold you all the time? I was a little both. So, I came home from the hospital. With she would have been four days, not even a week old. And my grandma and grandpa show up to see their first great-grandbaby. And I had sat Piper down in her swing, and she started fussing or whining, and I went over and picked her up, and my grandma goes, you're going to spoil her if you keep picking her up when she cries, and I was like, well, I was actually, like, have done research and figured out you can't spoil an infant. They cry on demand. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they need a change, they're gassy, they need fed. Like, they cry on demand. Right. they've been the in first... you for nine months. Yeah, for the first little bit, they cry on demand. And I was like, oh, okay. 
I was like, I'll try to let her cry more. Never did. But there was points where she was just crying to cry. Yeah. You know, like, I could tell the difference, and as a mom, you can, for the most part. Like, if she cried, and I'm like, ah, I think she's hungry. Right. Or, let me go check on her, and she's dry, you know, all that stuff. I would let her cry a little bit. The most we ever went was, like, 30 minutes, and that was when we were training her, sleep training her. Mm-hmm. To, like, sleep in her bedroom in the bassinet, or not in the bassinet, but in, like, the step step up crib. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, the raised crib. And we never really did the cry it out. I don't know. I couldn't take it with either one of the kids. And then Morris came along, and he didn't sleep for more than two hours mm-hmm. at a time until he was two years old. So, like, we never really had a chance to do the cry it out. Like, we never got to the point where it was like, oh, the baby's only crying because you set them down. Like, we never had right. that. So, I don't, I don't know. I think every baby is different. Every family is different. Every parent is different. And I think whatever works, works. Yeah. I couldn't. I, one, my little mommy heart couldn't fucking handle it. Yeah. Like, I just, I couldn't. And maybe, you know, maybe that's why my kids are a little whiny today. Like, I make them cry it out today. I'm like, yeah. absolutely You're definitely not. Up now. No. Yeah, we do too. But, like, as infants, or even as, you know, smaller toddlers, like, no. I didn't. One, I couldn't with Harper. Even if I were to try, three seconds of her crying, she threw up. Every time. Every fucking time. She still does it. Yeah. So, you know. One, it always scared me. So, like, we always, like, with Piper, she had a crib, a full-size crib. And when she hit that age or whatever, we lowered it to the very bottom. She couldn't get out. With Morris, he was a big boy. And he found a way to get out. (laughs) So I literally left him in there for five minutes to cry. And I don't even think I was leaving him in there to cry it out. I was just like, you, you know, I have to go do this real quick. Like, you stay right there. And he crawled out of the bed. He wasn't but a year old, barely a year old. Crawled out of the bed Mm -hmm. and fell. I felt so bad. Like, I felt like I heard the thump and then the... He has a different cry. He has, like, he breathes in and cries for a second and then, like, stops crying. So it makes you think something is seriously wrong. Right. And he did that, and I was like, never again. Like, never again. I didn't want to put him back in his crib. Ever. That was terrible. Hazel slept in hers till she was maybe either just under or just over a year old. She slept in hers and then learned how to crawl out of it. And that's when she started sleeping in bed with us. Yeah. So now I have, you know, four of us sleeping in bed together. Yeah. And Daniel gets so mad because he fucking can't stand it. Because sometimes Hazel will pee the bed. And it doesn't happen very often anymore. She's, yeah. she's potty trained. She doesn't pee the bed very often anymore. But probably once a week to once every two weeks, she'll accidentally, you know, just not be able to wake herself up and yeah. she'll pee the bed. Which is fine. I have no issue with it. However, she sleeps closer to Daniel than she sleeps to me. 
And she also, we call it a bottle. It's a sippy cup, but she's chewed the end off of it. And it leaks. And it leaks. Ah, oh, crap. And so she'll fall asleep, and I, I always try to grab it before I fall asleep, but sometimes I fall asleep before she does, and so then it leaves a wet spot in the bed, and Daniel just can't handle it. And now Hazel's been sleeping at the foot of the bed. I don't know why. I'm not making her sleep there. That's just where she wants to sleep. And so Daniel gets all flustered because that's where she, like, I can contort my body to however right. and sleep. Daniel cannot. He's a big boy. Yeah. He can't do that. So we have a lot of, a lot of those nights. Nighttime struggles. Piper has never been a baby that has wanted to sleep in our room or in our bed. Like, never. And Morris, he wasn't. Like, even when he was little and up every two hours, he didn't want to sleep with us. Hazel never did. Hazel never wanted to sleep with us. And she wasn't my two-hour feeding baby. Harper was. Harper slept with us since the day that she came home from the hospital to now. Yeah. She still sleeps with us. I breastfed her the longest. Mm-hmm. She slept in bed with us forever. And it was just easy for me to pop a boob out. Yeah. Hazel, even when I was breastfeeding her, I would put her in bed with us. And then she would be done eating, and she would fuss because she didn't want to be next to me. She wanted yeah. to lay down in her own bed. Yeah. And I was like, you're my last baby. Why do you want to do this to me? That's and now Morris she's was. up my ass. Yeah. But now Morris wants to be in bed with us, and Piper just wants to be near us. So, like, she'll come in ten times. Like, we go put her <laughs> to bed, go put Morris to bed. Morris comes, gets in bed with us, and then Piper comes in, like, ten times. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? Are you sleeping yet? Hey, can I go to the bathroom? Hey, where are we going tomorrow? I'm like, go to sleep. And so last night we moved their bed into our room and put on the floor at the foot of the bed. And Piper fell asleep at 8.30 last night, which I didn't go to work because they canceled work, canceled school, so we just all stayed home yesterday. And she didn't get a nap. Yeah. So she fell asleep at like eight thirty. So I like him go in and like get I get her bed, get her blankets, her pillows, all her stuff. I lay her down in bed, and then by the time I get her situated, Morse falls asleep. So it's like eight forty, and I'm like, okay, well he has to have a pull up on at nighttime, just in case. So I pull his undies off, go to put his pull up on, and he's fighting me. So then he wakes up. Yep. Didn't go back to bed until 11. Uh-huh. Hazel had a nap a yesterday. in times, too. Hazel had a nap yesterday. It was a late nap. It was a very late nap. And we don't do those very often. But I knew that she was staying at home with Daniel today. Right. Because we didn't have daycare today. Like, I already knew that. So I was planning on I would be at work. The kids would be at school. And Daniel, you know, if she stayed up a little bit later, then she'd sleep a little bit later during the day, and Daniel wouldn't have her by himself for as long while he's trying to work. Right. Which is not that big of a deal, just I wasn't bothered with her having a late nap yesterday. Yeah. Until that late nap, I think she fell asleep at like four. Oh, gosh. And I tried to wake her up at six, and she didn't want to wake up, and I was like, okay, that's fine. I tried again at seven, she didn't want to wake up. And I was like, maybe that means she's asleep for the night. Hell no, 8.30 rolls around. She wakes up. And she wakes up. And she's ready to party. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I can stay up for a couple more hours. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Right. So we come upstairs. We lay in bed. All of us are in bed. We're, you know, all fucking off, whatever. Yeah. And Harper ends up falling asleep. Daniel falls asleep. And I am 
on the verge of falling asleep. And I don't know what it is with my kids, but anytime they need something, they ask mom. Yeah, always. Every fucking time. Even if, like, it drives me insane. If you were standing there on fire and your dad had a bucket, or their dad had a bucket of water about to dump on you, they'd be like, hey, mom, can you get me this? Yeah. And not even that, like, you can go downstairs by yourself. You're fine. Yeah, totally. Nothing's going to hurt you. Yeah. No, they always need me to go with them. Yeah. Always. So, Hazel woke me up, which I was just barely asleep. And she, any of my kids, like, even at, even though Hazel's only two and Harper's five, like, I feel comfortable falling asleep. Yeah. With them awake. Like, it does not bother me one bit. I trust that they're not going to get into anything because they know better. Like, yeah. and I am such a light sleeper. That even if they did try to get into something, I would wake up. Yeah. So, she woke me up because she wanted to go downstairs to go to the bathroom. So, I took her downstairs to go to the bathroom. And at this point, it's 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, alright, Hazel Grace, like, as much as mommy doesn't like to do this, but as much as you like it, let's take a melatonin dummy. Just one. Let's just take one. Okay? So, I give her one. I'm like, alright. In 30 minutes, she'll be passed out. We'll be good to go. I lay down. I doze off. She wakes me up for milk in her bottle. I go downstairs. I put milk in her bottle. I happen to look at the time. You know what time it was? 1 a.m. Oh, my gosh. So then I'm like, all right. Awesome. Great. Joke about. <laughs> Love my life, okay? But she's been laying in bed watching TV. So I'm like, we're golden. It's fine. I lay back down. I close my eyes. She wakes me up again. For another bottle. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, girlfriend, like, are you not ready for bed? Like, and at this point, I'm thinking it's been like 15 minutes, okay? I'm like, there's, I just went downstairs. Yeah. It is 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh. Okay? I give her a bottle. I'm like, sis, you need to go to sleep. Like, it is time to go to sleep. Okay? I lay down. I fall asleep. I get up this morning. My alarm clock goes off at 6. Okay, so I'm up. Yeah. I'm doing all my stuff, you know, thinking that I'm taking the kids to school until I get a message from our neighbors that the road sucks. And so I've got all my shit together. Like, I'm getting all my stuff. Harper's awake. Harper's been awake since, I think, like, 5.45 because she woke me up. And she's like, hey, Mom, can I have ice cream for breakfast? You're like, hell no. And I, no, no, that's not what I said. I said when I get up is what I said. (laughs) Okay, whatever. I didn't even care. I was like, I have been up 17 times tonight. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. So I get up, get all my stuff done. She, in fact, did not have ice cream for breakfast. She forgot about it when I made coffee because she wanted coffee. Yeah. So, yes, I gave my five-year-old coffee. I gave Piper Moore's coffee, but it's milk. A bunch a of milk s- and a little bit of coffee. A splash of creamer and then a drop of coffee, just enough to color it. That's hilarious. That's all I give them. Or, like, you know, yeah. Morris is like, no, more coffee. I'm like, okay, I'll darken it up a little bit. Uh, then, so Hazel just never went to sleep. Not, okay. So then Daniel gets up. And then I have talked about this so many times. If you are a new listener, bro, the... Anger that it brings me if somebody wakes up while I'm in the middle of my morning routine. 
I cannot fucking handle it. I don't know why. So he gets up. He goes to the bathroom. He leaves me alone because he fucking knows better. Right. Okay. And then he comes into the living room. I I walked into the bathroom because that's where he was. And I was telling him about, you know, how the roads suck. So I just wasn't going to go to work or take the kids to school, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I got up at 4.30 or so. And Hazel was just laying in bed watching TV. And then he's like, as soon as I got up, she sat up and looked at me. And I told her to lay back down. And then when I came back upstairs, she was still awake. And I was like, she's fucking, she never went to sleep, bro. Never went to sleep. She woke up this morning at 8 a.m. I was like, okay, let's start Yeah, was ready. Maybe she's going through a sleep regression. Or like a growth spurt that's causing her to not sleep right. She slept from noon to 4 o'clock today. Oh my gosh. I would have been like, no. You're waking up after two hours. We are not doing this again. You Absolutely can be grouchy. Not. Absolutely not. Oh, this man. mom needed a nap. This mom also took a nap. So. I don't ever get tired until like close to the end of kids nap time. Like I will lay there and Morris likes to snuggle. Piper likes to like be close to me but not really snuggle. Mm-hmm. And so like I'll lay there and Morris will be like in my arm. And he'll fall asleep, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get my show, like, I'm going to watch yep. my show. Or, like, I get up and do something, I'm like, oh, he's asleep, I, you know, he's not going to be up my butt all the time while I'm doing this. And then I'll go and be like, okay, I'm going to sit down for a few minutes, and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. And I start closing my eyes, and then he's like, ma. Yep. I'm like, shit. I want a nap, too. But it's never at the same time. And that's, like, I've never been able to sleep when the baby sleeps. Like, that's never been something I've been able to do. Because it was always like, okay, well, I have to get this done, or I want to get this done while the baby's sleeping. Yep. And then it's like, ah, the baby's awake. Yep. That's why I'm such a morning person. Like, if I can get myself back into the morning routine, I have not been doing good about it. But if I can, I like doing my shit in the morning. That's my favorite time to get things done. Because I am a nap taker. I, it doesn't matter if I wake up at 9 a.m. By 1 o'clock, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. So I could wake up at 5, or I could wake up at 10, still tired at 1 o'clock. Right. And that's just a routine. Like, you've gotten yourself into that routine as well. Right. So, like, that's part of why you do get tired. Right. At specifically 1 o'clock, too. Right. You know, like, that's why. And that makes sense. I've just never been a napper, like... And I know it's part of, like, my childhood. Like, growing up, you didn't nap or sleep during the day unless you were sick or if you were my dad. Like, he would come in. My dad always worked from home. Like, he worked from home. He was a farmer. Like, during his non-busy time of year, he would come in, have lunch, sit down in his recliner, watch some of his shows, you know, like Gunsmoke or whatever. And he would fall asleep for a little bit. It would be, like, 30, 45 minutes. That's usually all he'd sleep. And we were not allowed to be in the house. Like, during the summer, if Dad came in to take a nap or to, like, eat his lunch, we'd eat lunch. Or we'd eat lunch before him. Mm -hmm. And we would go back outside. Like, we were not allowed in the house. And if we were in the house, like, we had to be deathly quiet. Mm -hmm. Because he would freak out. So, I've never been a person to take naps. And I was never a person to take naps until I started high school. I think, and I, I said it before, I've never said it on the podcast, but I've definitely said it to you. Mm-hmm. I think I have narcolepsy. 
Like, I'm not even fucking kidding you. How do you even get diagnosed with that? I don't know. I don't know if I can go to the doctor and be like, listen, I am extremely tired all the time. I think I have narcolepsy. Because narcolepsy isn't just falling asleep. Just no, randomly. Like, like mild it is just versions like, of it. Just like anything else. Being fucking dog-ass tired 24-7, no matter how much sleep you get, no matter what pills and vitamins and shit you take, like, you're dog-ass tired 24-7. Well, and then if you do go and tell them that, they're going to be like, well, it's probably not that, but let's Your do these. Your hormones are probably Yeah, off. let's do these other 50 tests and make you pay for them, and then we'll see. Right. Like, yeah, that's, that's very hard to be diagnosed with. Yeah. And I don't even know how you treat that. Fuck if I know. You have no fucking idea. But I 1,000% believe... If it's not that, there is something wrong because I should not be this tired. Well, there's all the so many time. like there's so many other things. It could be it could be thyroid, hormonal. It could be you know even just your what you eat. You know it could be right. something as simple as what you eat. But then again, it could be you know your thyroids are messed but up. I still it could be something be... even as crazy as a tumor somewhere in your body that's causing the hormone the sleep right. hormone to be released. Like. It could be something mild, completely mild, or it could be something completely insane. You never know. Right. And they're going to run you, you go to one doctor, they're going to run you through three to five tests and be like, there's nothing wrong with you. You go to another doctor, be like, hey, these are the tests I've had done. They're going to run you through three more tests, three to five more tests, and they'll eventually run out of tests and be like, we have no clue what it is. That is literally the story of my life. Exactly. And it's stupid. The amount of CAT scans, MRIs, blood tests, all kinds of shit that I've had done. Yep. Last year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm, I don't know. You're fine. You're fine. No, I'm not fine, though. You're just a tired person. You're just so real tired. I am not. Like, I am a tired person, but I just, I have always been forced to, like, push through it. So, like, I drink copious amounts of caffeine. Caffeine doesn't work. That's the issue. I can drink a pot of coffee and take a nap right after. Yeah. But I've always been forced to not take naps, that I push through that, and then I'm like, okay, then, like, after I push through, so, like, I drink the pot of coffee, I push through the little bit of being, like, tired, even exhausted, sitting there or standing there about to fall asleep, and then I'm like, okay, I've got a buzz. Like, I feel like I could jump off the roof. Like, let's go. And then that lasts for maybe two hours, depending on what I'm doing. Like, if I'm sitting at my desk, it'll last for, like, an hour. But if I'm, like, up doing something, working on something, if I'm at home working on something, it'll last for, like, two to three hours. And then I'm like, okay, let's get everything ready for, like, a meal or supper or whatever or whatever we're doing that night. And then I'm like... After we, after everybody gets done eating, I'm like, I could literally fall asleep standing up right here. Mm -hmm. And it hits me like a bag of bricks. I don't know what it is, but it's terrible. Well, Daniel knows that if I do not get in out, that seven o'clock comes, I'm going to bed. Like, I, cause I can't, I literally can't stay awake. Like it's, it's not that I don't want to, it's not that I don't want to be awake and do things. Right. I cannot keep my eyes open. 
I don't know. And then, you know, he gets frustrated because he's like, well, I want to spend time with you in the evenings when I'm off work. I was like, I, like, and I have a lot of friends that, like, talk, like, not talk shit, but, like, make fun of me because I have to take naps. Like, Steven it's, does. For sure. Yeah. Like, like I to cannot, your face, not behind right, your back or anything. Like, I cannot function without them. Yeah. I, like, I literally cannot live life without one. And not a 30, 45 minute nap. Like, a one to two hour nap I have to have. And it's, it, it's detrimental to the shit that I want to get done. Right. And especially now that it's, you know, dark at five o'clock. If I take a nap from one to three, I just lost two hours of daylight that I could have been doing something. Right. But if not, then I'm going to bed at 7. I'm losing out time with, like, because normally I can kids, sleep. with the family. Yeah. What's crazy is normally I can go to bed at 11, wake up at 5, and then take my nap. On a day that I wake up at 10, if I don't take a nap. Right. Then I'm going to bed at 7. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Like, it doesn't matter the span of time between, Which like, I. Which I guess if you changed your schedule around. So, like, if you got up, if you stayed up until 11. You got up at 5, took your nap 1 to 3, you would still have the same amount of working hours. Right. You know, the same amount of hours doing stuff, you know, that everybody else would. Right. Because 11, so you're only getting 6 hours of sleep at night. At night, right. And then 2 hours during the day, that's 8 hours of sleep. And I'm fully functional doing yeah. that. 1,000% fully functional. Yeah. But if I, you know, go to sleep at 7 o'clock and I don't wake up till 10, I still want to fucking take a nap. Right. But what I'm saying, like, if you kept it where you stayed right. up until 11. And that's you know, what I do normally. Yeah. Even if people, you know, even if everybody in the house goes to bed at 9. Yeah. You know, stay up doing stuff. Like, it will be a little harder because you won't be able to, like, vacuum. Right, and that, you know, like, that's like, the type of stuff that I do in the morning anyways. Exactly, so like there will be a few things that you won't be able to do, but besides, like vacuuming is the only thing I can think of that is super loud. Right. Like you'll be able to use the washer, the dryer, you know, dishwasher, wash dishes by hand, like, I don't see anything wrong with it, like, because you're still getting the same hours of sleep as everybody else. Right. You know, like there's nothing really wrong with it. Yep, that's literally my life, 24-7, yeah. like, and that's, that's what I've been doing, is going to bed at 11, at the latest I wake up at 6, unless it's the weekend, because right. 6 o'clock, like, I've got to get my kids up, we've got to get ready, if they're riding the bus, like, right. and at that point, like, I don't know if we talked about it on here, because I can't remember, but like, I don't think we did, I don't know if I want my kids to ride the bus anymore. Yeah. The shit that happens on the bus is, and, like, we don't have time to talk about it today because we're going to run out of time. But, yes. like, the things that happen on the bus just don't make me as comfortable as I thought that I would be with my kids riding the bus. It's more of a convenience versus a, versus anything else. A necessity. Yeah. Like, there are some people that it is a necessity. Like, they cannot take their kids to school every day and right. pick them up every day. And that's where I'm very lucky is because I can. Right. But yeah, I I see nothing wrong with keeping them off of the bus yeah. until they're at least a little older and can, like, yes, Harper can tell you what's going on, right? But she'll be able to understand like the tattling, like, is right. it really tattling or is it 
something that I should tell mom. Well, Harper already hates riding the bus. She right. fucking hates it. It makes her stomach hurt. She does not fucking like riding the bus. She always asks you me to can, take her and pick her up. You can always have the kids get off at my work, and I can bring them as soon as I get off. Right. Like, they get off the bus at 3.20 at my work, so they'll be there for an hour. Right. Like, and it, and like, like the only days that it would, couldn't. right, that, the only days that it would be an issue is if I had a doctor's appointment or, yeah. you know, I had to work late for some unfucking known reason. Right. I never have to work that late, but if I fucking did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> so we gave everybody homework last week. Are we going to give them something this week too? You know, I didn't plan on it. But do you have something in mind? Well, I kind of, I thought of something earlier, and it wasn't necessarily homework. It was more of, like, a challenge. Okay. But then I kind of forgot about it, because we've talked about so many other things. I don't have anything, so you better think real oh. fast. Okay. So we talked about the, everybody being on their phones and technology and how it is affecting people. So I am going to challenge everyone. Okay. To see how they can limit their children and themselves on technology for the next week. So, how can you learn to limit it in a good way? You know, not cause fights, arguments, that kind not of stuff about Not just snatch it and be like... Yeah, not <laughs> just snatch it and be like, you're out of time. Your time's up. But how can you create a functional way to limit their time and your time on it and use that extra time you are getting from it to benefit your family i like that all right that's a good one yeah i thought so all right well since nobody fucking answered my question (laughs) on face on our facebook group this week it's a new one so let us know and we'll see you next week. Bye. Later. Maybe. There we go.